Hey, what's going on, everybody out there? My name is Fadi Kalushin. Welcome back to Let's Talk This Out. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Got a special guest appearance today by... Tell me your name. Ava. Ava. All right. And how old are you, Ava? Four. Four. And who's your daddy? Yeah. Yes, I am. All right. So uh, this week was the first week back at work, full week at work. And uh, it was uh, it was something for the both of us. So... Before I get into, you know, I mean, me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask her some questions and see, you know, well, we're gonna, we're gonna figure this out together. Uh, did you like when Daddy went to work? No. No. Why not? Cause I don't want you to get to work. But Daddy gotta make money so I could buy you toys, right? Yes. So how can I buy you toys? Don't touch the money. Mo- money. So I gotta go to work for money, right? Yes. Okay. Can I ask you one more question? Yes. All right. Do you miss Daddy when he's at work? Yes. Yeah, why? Because I love you. Because <laughs> you love me? Yes. All right, but do you know Daddy's always, Daddy always comes back, right? Yes. Yes? Yes. All right. So do you get sad when Daddy leaves? Yes. Yes, why? But you know I'm coming back. Why do you get sad? Because I miss you. Uh, oh, yeah, I miss you too. <laughs> All right, well, Daddy, look. Daddy, you want to get out? Uh, you want to get out of here? Okay. Yeah. All right, say bye to everybody. Bye. I love you. I do. I love you. I love you. All right. Bye, baby. Well, I didn't think I'd keep her on there too long. But uh, anyway, um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was the main hurdle this week, uh, the main mental hurdle this week, uh, going back to work and, you know, leaving the house at 6 o'clock in the morning or 5.55 and uh, not getting home until about 4 o'clock, right? And, and then when I get home, the whole routine of, the evening routine for little man so he can stay with the the sleep training by the way that's gone great um with the sleep training so you know little man's routine starts at like 6 15 6 30 and then he's out by 7 and then uh i keep ava up a little longer now so she's out by 8 30 vice the original 7 7 30 that she used to be um but it's been tough for the both of us and um that's 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 been my main gripe so far with the whole uh, adjusting back. And it's not that big a gripe, right? I mean, it is, but it's not. It's, it's something I knew was coming. So when I get up, I get up around 4.30, 5 o'clock, whatever. Or I'm sorry, 4.30, and then start my, my routine. And then Ava, she'll be up around 5.15, 5.30. That way at least we get to spend some time together and, uh, you know, give the morning hugs and get the, the morning milk going or, or whatever the case is, right? Just a little bit of time. That way she doesn't wake up, not see me here, and then has to wait until 4 p.m. to see me, you know, four hours before she had to go to bed. And then same thing with little man. I don't want him to, to forget who his father is. I know he's not going to forget, but I, I want to have some continuity over his time and his life, you know? Yeah, it has some emotional moments in the drive in, drive out, but... And it's it's not because of what happened, but it's just because what I'm what I'm left dealing with, uh, you know, on the on the child side of things, and uh, it was tough, you know, and uh, having those moments and then trying to find uh, your focus when you're at work, cause there's no there's no there's nothing less than a hundred percent when I'm at work, you know, so uh, and it's not because like I, it's just it's just the way I am when I'm there, and that's why I wanted to go back to work, right? So I can give something, so I can be occupied, so I can have that control chaos uh, back in my life or where I'm not just sitting around thinking about something. If you hear bells in the background, little man is uh, playing in his pack and play, uh, <laughs> and you might hear the coos and cos. But, hey, Saturday, this Saturday has felt so great, you know, just 
waking up and being with the kids and, and making breakfast and, and all this stuff. And, and I, it's not that I, I didn't do that before, but after I, it, these last five days, it felt like forever, right? This, this five days at work, I felt like forever since I got to spend time with them because I've spent so much time with them prior to this. And uh, that's been that's been the toughest, man. But um, but we're making it. We're doing it. Uh, the chain of command over there. I got to meet. Um, I got to meet. You know, everybody I need to meet on the ship, and uh, and, and as far as leadership goes, and uh, man, phenomenal, phenomenal group of people. I'm real excited to be working with them. I'm real excited to be working there, and for them as well. And uh, same thing with the sales there. You know, just uh, it's it's, it's it feels good to be back. You know, overall it feels good to be back uh, on that aspect of things. Uh, my children, you know, I'll keep monitoring how they're doing, their growth, their progression through all this, and and then go from there. You know, but day by day, you know, hour by hour, I can't worry about next month or next year. I got to worry about you know today, and then because today is all I have control over. So uh, we're going to make it, you know what I mean? But in case any of you guys were wondering, I, I know I got some questions about it, but in case any of you guys were wondering, there it was, you know? You know, a negative mind will never give you a positive life. So through all this, just got to stay got to stay positive, right? So uh, and I think that applies to more than one thing. It, it applies to, you know, parenting. That applies to friendships. That, that applies to love life. And if you're always thinking negatively, you're never going to get anything positive out of, you know, what you're thinking about. On another note, I uh, you know I still get questions and stuff. You know, Fadi, how long do you think you're gonna be doing this alone? Um, well, one, I don't think I'm doing this alone. I think I got a lot of people around me, and uh, I think the question was more or less uh, on the relationship aspect of things. And um, I mean, that's neither here nor there right, right now in my mind. But as far as aloneness goes, I, I mean, I, I do feel alone a lot, and, uh, and it hurts a lot. But usually, those those feelings kick in when I'm I'm laying in an empty bed and uh, everybody's sleeping. But uh, the aloneness, you know, I got, like I said, a lot of great people around me and a uh, great support system. Um, I've always had a hard time asking for help, and uh, I still do, and that's just me. And I just, I got to try to figure it out myself before I got to ask somebody else, you know, see if they can help me do it or help me in any, any aspect. But uh, this whole alone thing, a lot of people are afraid to be alone. A lot of people are afraid to to just live right because they feel like they got to go live for somebody else they got to find somebody they got to do whatever this you know image of uh the perfect life is i'll tell you guys you know you, you can't be afraid to be alone all right the sun's always alone and it still shines so you know you can shine by yourself and i know it sounds stupid but you can shine by yourself you don't have to feel like you need to be dependent on somebody else for your happiness you don't have to be dependent on um you know being a part of somebody else for your happiness whether it's dependency or not dependency, I, I'm in, I'm in no rush. Just because right now, like I told you guys uh, in earlier episodes, I'm still trying to find myself. It's been a uh, one battle rhythm for the last nine years. Um, well, I don't want to say it's been consistent battle rhythm for the last nine years. It was one battle rhythm when we were dating and married without children, and then it changed obviously um, after we got married and had children. And um, so right now, here I am, uh, widowed with children. I, I gotta develop my own battle rhythm. I, I can't just bring somebody into this. I'm, I'm not that I want to either, but I just there's there's no thought about that, you know. Um, uh, uh, there's no positive thought about that. At least there's just there's just this, you know. It's, this is life, and then we go from there and, and see what happens. Right now, I'm in the process of mastering um, bouncing back, and once I've mastered it, um, if not if, but once I've mastered it. Uh, then it's going to be time to master not having to ever again. So, uh, you know, my life isn't just going to repeat itself. 
when it comes to the things I did before or what I wanted out of life before or, you know, I, I got to grow. I got to do certain things. I got to, I mean, I've, I've changed. I've changed. This has changed me. This has changed my children. Uh, my children have changed me. There's a lot of outside factors um, and inside factors kind of pulling me in different directions. So I got to clear that noise on a day-to-day basis and clear temptation on a day-to-day basis and focus on what I'm really here right now to do. And once I've done that and, you know, can mentally heal or mentally move on or whatever the case is, uh, then then I'll figure out what the next step is. But right now, that's that's where I'm at. It's important to have that conversation with yourself. It's important to understand and assess your life where you're at. Uh, that's helped me through this process, and I, I know a lot of people lack uh, lack that that ability, right, to to be able to um, realistically and honestly self-assess your life. But when you do, and you know exactly where you're at, and you have a vision as to where you want to go, uh, it makes it easier to kind of figure out those steps that you need to take to get from point A to point B. So uh, even like small things, right? Like there's every one of people's biggest fears is public speaking, right? It's not a fear because you don't know how to public speak. It's a fear because you've told yourself for some reason that you are bad at it or you're uncomfortable doing it. It's just speaking. Those people judging you is what you're worried about. Those people's opinions is what you're worried about. Once you realize that those people mean nothing, right, and those opinions mean nothing um, because they're there, they're on this earth just like you are, and those fears and those concerns about your public speaking ability start melting away. So it's not other people stopping us from doing things. It's us. It's our ability to it's our inability to have confidence within ourselves or put ourselves on a pedestal the way we do other people, even complete strangers. Little man's back here getting it right now. That guy's just a little dinosaur. So I know public speaking and dealing with, you know, uh, mourning, you know, death or whatever the case is, is different. In a sense, it's different. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, but that's not the part I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the action. I'm talking about our internal uh, process, our internal thoughts, our internal struggle with just anything, right? We we say we can't do something, and that we that's it. We can't do it. But if we tell each, like we tell ourselves that we can do something, and we can do it. I mean, it's just it's that, that simple. I know it sounds real simple. Well, it's because it is that simple, all right? And there's nobody out here that was born with the ability to do anything they do. Nobody was born with the ability to fly a plane. Nobody was born with the ability to build a ship. Nobody was uh, born with the ability to um, make three-pointers, right? You tell yourself you can do it. You start practicing, and you start doing what you got to do. You start taking those steps in that direction and then you do it that's that just like and this process is the same thing i told myself i can do this uh it's fucking sucked it's hurt it's been uh, a crazy roller coaster you hear him god just yelling man i got kids yelling at me all the time but i can't say that i can't that's the only thing i can't say is that i can't I always got to find a way, and then when I find a way, I can sit back and breathe for a second and find the steps I need to take to accomplish that next um, that next hurdle, right? Jump that next hurdle. So, um, yeah. I guess he knows I'm not talking about him much. So, with the sleep training, I told you guys, some of y'all saw on my, uh, my Facebook um, that I, I use a stopwatch, and, like, I'm a minute on, uh, letting him cry, and then, you know, 20 or 30 seconds of comfort, and then back to a minute on. Right now, we're at the point where, like, at 6.30 or whatever the case is, somewhere around 6.30, uh, I'm laying him down, and then uh, I give him some, like, soothing uh, uh, rubs on his back and, you know, little pats on his booty, 
and uh, I leave him alone, go go back and forth. And it hasn't taken any more than I think 11 minutes right now to get him to sleep. And when he sleeps, he'll sleep until like, <laughs> I think he's taking a shit right now. But uh, he'll sleep until like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. He'll wake up a little bit, you know, kind of crying. And if he cries like hysterically, I'll go soothe him a little bit. Maybe he's hungry, maybe he got a, a full diaper. So I'll change him, I'll feed him. And then go right back to that pattern, and uh, that usually takes about another five to five to eight minutes um, to get him back to sleep in the in the middle of the night. But all in all, I'm so happy I did it. I've been actually getting some rest, and uh, it's worked out. So hell yeah! And all this goes back to exactly what this podcast is about. All right, like when everything happened, when everything started here, I didn't think I could do any of this shit. I mean, I knew I could do anything, but I didn't think this right here was what I'd have to do in my life, and I didn't think that this right here was going to be my life there was no path paved so i had to figure out a way to pave my own path when it came to you know steps of dealing with a fucking like a widowed situation you know um but you know the reason i say this is because everything from the the child care situation to the you know the home that i'm left living in uh, with memories in it to the four-year-old, to the baby, to the sleep training, everything and everything, and I mean everything, has been new and been fucking, it's been terrifying. I find things every day that I, you know, that I'm even, I'm either slipping on or I got to figure out how to do, but, you know, there's, there's always a way, there's always a way, you just got to be willing to want that way, so whether that you want to apply that to yourself, when it comes to your marriage, your relationship, your children, your career, there's always going to be a way. It's not always going to be the easiest, but there's always a way. You just got to want to do that. You got to want to take that chance. You got to want to, you got to want to want it. You got to, you got to motivate yourself. You got to be self-driven when it comes to a lot of this shit. I don't have anybody calling me in the morning and say, hey, make sure you do this for the baby or make sure you do this for Ava or nobody at work telling me, hey, you know, when you leave work, don't forget to do this. No, like this is, oh, I feel like my, my shoulders are fucking just carrying the weight of not only my life, but my, my children's lives and the people that I'm affecting's lives, right? I, I got the nanny and she's been away from home for a year now. She's going through her own things, right? Her family is dealing with issues uh, back in South Africa. And, you know, I got to mitigate how she feels a little bit. You know, I got I to gotta make sure that, you know, she doesn't feel like she's alone here. So I ask questions. I, I show compassion. Uh, and when I get frustrated, I apologize for my frustration because um, I'm not taking it out on her. But I'm I'm just this whole thing is new to everybody. This whole new, you know, battle rhythm that she's got now, because these last four months that I've had her or three months that I've had her, uh, you know, I've been home fairly uh, a good amount. So now she's she's essentially on her own, along with my mother in law here helping. Um, but she's on her own, essentially, you know, for 10 hours out of the day and trying to figure that out. So, I mean, I, I can only imagine you know, how stressed she is sometimes and how stressed my mother-in-law is, but I'm, I gotta be that, 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 that stitching that's holding this fabric together. And, uh, even when I'm at work, you know, I find myself thinking about what I gotta do. Shit, I almost forgot to pick up little man's, um, vitamin D, uh, medicine from the pharmacy. Like they sent me a message saying, you know, gotta pick it up by this day at, at 1600. And, uh, I was like the last fucking day. So I had to rush out of work, go get the, the medicine from the pharmacy so little man doesn't like miss a day of vitamin D or whatever the case is. It's just a, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I say this not as a, you know, pat me on the back type deal. I'm saying this because there's a lot of people out there going through a lot. 
And uh, once you acknowledge that you have a lot on your plate, and you start going about it the same way you eat an elephant, all right, one bite at a time. So you can do it just like I can do it. I told you guys before, I'm not Superman, I'm not superhuman, I'm not special at all, all right? I'm just, I got no choice, right? There is there is no choice. It's either sink or swim. So I'm going to keep fucking swimming. And when I can't swim, all right, I'm going to take that deep breath in and float. I, I love you guys. That's Ava right now. I got to go. <laughs> He's on the bed taking a nap, baby. Alright guys, love y'all. Keep floating, keep swimming, keep breathing, keep doing what you gotta do, but don't fucking sink, alright? Love you.